Hello and welcome to the Glamshire Podcast, where we talk about the experiential outdoor hospitality industry and glamping. I'm your host, Bobby Marsden. We are now in episode 13 of season 2 of the Glamshire Podcast, and we are still with Jesse Raisler and Open Air Outpost. This is the last episode of Jesse's single track arc, and we're excited to talk about what the future holds for Open Air Outpost. In this episode, Jesse will talk about some of the new arrivals on his 18-acre property that guests can enjoy and some of his plans for the future, and we couldn't be more excited to dive in. So without further ado, please enjoy episode 13, season two of the Glamshire Podcast with Jesse Raisler and Open Air Outpost. Jesse, welcome back. Thank you, Bobby. So uh, you've had all these bookings. You're a veteran. You've been doing this for a long time. So what's next? <laughs> Expansion. <laughs> we do have a few under the belt. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the tiny home has been working great. Um, but again, we have 18 acres. So there's a ton of space. We don't want to ha- ever have like too many sites. But honestly, because it's wooded, because of how it's shaped around this lake, um, there's plenty of space. And there's this beautiful spot. Um, right on this peninsula where you know it would be we could eventually like build or do a tiny home back there but for right now it felt right to just bring in um you know one of those beautiful wall tents like the safari style tent um you know i think it's a a 10 by 12 foot um and i just got that put up with a friend of mine a few days ago and i carved out a fire pit and this is actually closer to where so we've got two docks we've got a dock that's like for launching the kayaks um, close to the tiny home and then out on the peninsula, uh, the depth of the lake drops off much quicker. So that's our swimming dock. So um, in the campsite, you're a little bit closer to the the swimming dock. You've got a really beautiful view because you're on that peninsula. And actually, it's a really great sunset spot. So it's a beautiful part of the property just to hang out. Um, and so, yeah, it seemed like a great spot to do one of these tents, at least for a few seasons until we figure out what we want to do there long term. Yeah, congrats. And, you know, that's it's a big move. It's doubling your, your occupancy on property. So that, that's pretty big within the safari tent. Uh, what kind of, uh, dressing will be in there? Will it be a bed dresser? Like what kinds of things that you're adding inside the tent to, to make it the glamping experience? Yeah. So I just got a King mattress in there. Um, the bed, the bed frame and this beautiful live edge wood headboard. That's like so fitting of, of the property is going to be delivered next, next week, Thursday. Um, and I've got another live edge sort of like long table. We're going to do, um, pretty simple in terms of what's, what's in there, you know, the pour over coffee, you know, that, that setup, cause we do have electric out there. So I we'll have electricity, a couple, you know, bedside lamps. Um, and then there's these really beautiful, you know, wireless Bluetooth speaker that looks like a, a stone that you open up and it's also a lamp. So just like thoughtful little things like that, where it's not much, but just like the few things that you would want to have there. And then like, you know, like a, a rug and a big bench to, to store things. And then um, hopefully a, a nice rocking chair in the corner as well. And that's about what we'll have room for, I think, in inside the tent itself. Yeah. And then of course there's the 18 acres outside, but it sounds like it's a, an immersive experience, which follows the through line that you've you've been creating with this property, whether it's in the tiny home or whether it's in the safari tent. And I think it's nice that you'll have options for people that might want to get a little bit more rustic or maybe people that might want kind of everything all within their, their structure. And speaking of that, there's, there's obviously bathrooms. Um, how are you working 
the bathroom is with the safari tent because in the tiny home that's plumbed it's all inside that yeah so we knew long term we wanted to do um you know some sort of shed or structure for storage and also for laundry i was like okay well if we're going to be adding water and plumbing let's make an actual plumb bathroom in that building as well because then we can also have a shower as well as a toilet and sink so that's our plan right now and that is in process the structure is in place um, and we have also run the septic and water to it when we brought the tiny home in we did a septic for a four bedroom home knowing that you know we'd love to hook up maybe another tiny home or a shed like this so we were kind of all set for that um, so we just had to run it um, to where that structure is and now we're just sort of navigating all the code you know from the both county and state level of like what we need to be able to have that in there in terms of ada compliance and you know things like of that nature so um so it's a little bit of a walk um but we're, we'd consider what's like a rustic campsite so that was part of it it had to be a certain distance away to be considered that um which we found out through the campground licensing and all that so that's that's the plan for right now and then if we add another tent site that would be like a shared facility great and then in addition are, are you adding any other uh experiences or structures or activities or things that people can do on site yeah so it's august things are going to start cooling down here so <laughs> tomorrow actually we have something coming i'm really excited about it's a a wood burning hot tub so it's mm. it's a, a bit smaller we've got a larger seven person hot tub at our home here. And it's a, you know, it's electric and it uses chemicals and all that. And we were like, that's not really what we want there. This is a smaller stay, you know, the nature immersion. So the cool thing about these tubs, they're smaller, they're cedar wood um, wrapped. And then there's also cedar benches in the hot tub. So you get that <laughs> smell as well as part of the experience. And yeah. Then, being that it's wood burning, you're going to be starting a fire and you're going to be stirring the water. And they call this, you know, sort of the part of the pause. You're slowing down and paying attention to the elements and, you know, being active with it. So it's something you could do while you're cooking dinner. Um, you know, it, it takes an hour and a half or two hours maybe for the water to come up to temperature. Um, but once you do, it's one of those things where you can fill this tub. It's not too large and drain it for each stay. So there's no need for chemicals. So it's very natural. You're just in pure water as opposed to burying mm -hmm. yourself in, in these chemicals. And it, it just fit the ethos and the vibe. And also, you know, a tiny home, you don't need a huge hot tub. It's usually just two people staying there. So we'll have that mm -hmm. option there. And then the other thing we're super stoked about that's gonna be like a shared amenity is a wood burning sauna. Um, so <laughs> that will be delivered, I think in early to mid September here. Um, it's a company not far from here, a family company where they don't do a ton of these units, but each one is kind of a work of art. So it's really, really um, beautiful. And I think we'll fit into some of the experiences we want to have there, which not only is just the sauna, but sauna plus cold immersion or cold plunging, um, whether that's in the lake or the other nice thing about that hot tub is you just don't build a fire and you got a cold plunge uh, right there as well. So you could go back and forth from the sauna to the, the tub with cold water too. That sounds fantastic. Our, our... Are you thinking that you're going to try to run this as a all year round four season thing? Because I'm hearing cold plunge. I've certainly done that in the winter. I think the last time I did one was January. <laughs> yeah. but are you going to be operating open air outposts all year round? The tiny cabin, at least. Yeah, I think the okay. tent may put away for, you know, a few months in the winter. I mean, we could do the, you know, it does have the opening for the stove, so we could do it. I think keeping the road open all the way back there might be a bit prohibitive 
Um, mm-hmm. But definitely the tiny cabin, because we had that delivered last November and I had that, you know, heated and it worked great all winter long when I was just going out there, getting everything set up slowly over the winter, I would work there, you know, a few days a week typically. And so, um, yeah, I think if we find that we have good interest for winter stays, it's beautiful in the winter. I mean, this, this, the snow and how quiet it is, it's a very different experience. So I loved being there in the winter. I hope other people will too. So if we find that we, you know, are getting the stays, we'll definitely keep it plowed and keep it open all winter long. Well, I, I think, you know, what you've been able to accomplish up to this point and launching and getting bookings, you know, is very commendable. It's very difficult to pull off what you pulled off. And so kudos to you. Uh, it sounds like you have a vision for the future. And uh, I just personally want to thank you for inviting us in on this journey so we could follow along with you and, and learn from what you've experienced and uh, hopefully some people that have been listening to this are getting excited about all the things that you're bringing on property and and they're going to go take a dip in the hot tub or the cold plunge, Mm -hmm. (laughs) depending on what, what their preference is. I know that I'll probably try both, maybe cold plunge in the lake and then I'll, I'll I'll warm the hot tub up. (laughs) Perfect. That sounds like a perfect plan. Yeah, no, thank you. It's been fun to kind of process this as I'm, going through it and um, being able to chat with you and hear a bit about, you know, someone else who's going through it with ATN's experience. So um, it's been fun to chat about. Well, speaking of ATN, if you're open to it, I'd love to get you two together. You know, you've, you've kind of been working on your single tracks. You are, you are located in the same state geographically. You're still right, right. Quite, quite a distance apart, but I think it'd be fun to connect you guys on this platform. And then we'll just have a conversation about glamping and what you guys have learned and what your hopes and dreams are and maybe what you think about the industry and we'll just, you know, have a good old conversation like we're sitting around a campfire. I would love that. Absolutely. Well, we'll look forward to that, Jesse. Uh, Again, congrats on everything that you've accomplished this season and uh, links will be on the blog page for people so they can come and stay with you or follow along on your journey or hopefully both. Um, And uh, I better get my booking in because it sounds like you're going to fill up fast. So. Starting mid-October, we got a little availability, Bobby. So I'm gonna, we're going to squeeze you in. It's going to happen. No, that'd be awesome. All right, all right. So, so cool to have you here. All right. Thanks, Jesse. Well, we'll see you on, on what will be the, the finale in the, in the next episode. So thanks so much for inviting us along for this ride. And we're looking forward to our, our, our last big episode. Yeah. Thanks for putting this together. Absolutely. My pleasure. Okay. Thanks, Jesse. We'll, we'll talk to you on the next one. All righty. It's certainly been a fun ride on season two with Jesse. And again, we're so thankful that he invited us to take this journey with him leading up to his eventual grand opening. And it's awesome to hear how well his bookings are going and to hear about his plans for the future of Open Air Outpost. And hopefully there's a stay in my future at Open Air Outpost. I can't wait. Next up will be the last two episodes with Etienne White and Heart Song Farm. And to follow along and see those last two episodes, you can do so on our website which is www.glamptuary.com. Again, that is www.glamptuary.com. In those episodes, we'll hear all about Etienne's grand opening and her bookings, and we have fingers crossed that we're going to get great reviews. Until then, we'll see you down the road. Take care.